This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, we're talking about priorities and killing your babies. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now, and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the theschoolofpodcasting.com. If you're new to the show, look, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a dude like you or a dudette trying to lose weight. And I am sad to say I am up from the last time that we talked. Now, I could pull out an excuse, but it's not really. It, well, I'm saying I could pull out a reason, but it's not really a reason. It's an excuse. And that is... I had this big podcasting thing that went on uh, last weekend, the 15th. So literally like the first, the week and a half before it, I was planning for it. I was stressed out and I had uh, a lot of work to do to get this presentation. It was a very important presentation. It went great, had a great time and drummed up a lot of business, which is good. Uh, the bad news when I got back, everything that I had ignored for a week and a half because I was working on that presentation really needed attention. So what did this mean? Well, this meant a lot of uh, cutting back on sleep. It meant uh, a lot of repositioning of priorities. And that really is the problem here. And that meant that even I thought I was going to gain weight at the convention. And I really only ate one time a day in reality. It was uh, an affair. I got my 10,000 steps in. That was great. But I think it was the week before, although the week before I really hadn't, I hadn't lost, but I hadn't gained. And I think it's really the week back because you think you're going to go back to normal and you're just not. I'm still digging myself out. And so I'm kind of bummed, you know, that I went backwards. I'm not going to kill myself, but even my wife last night said, look, this thing of you getting up early has got to stop because I'm just, I'm just a zombie. And when I was at this uh, event, one of the keynote guys is a guy named by Chris Brogan. And he said, and this is, I, this really hit me. I'm like, you know, this is a problem. You should set your life to operate at about 40%. So schedule 40% of your time. Why? Because there's going to be this thing called life that comes along that's going to boost that up to 50, 60, 70, 
He says, the problem is we're scheduling ourselves. We're scheduling our time to where we are 100% booked. We're running at 100%. And he goes, take anything, your car, your, you name it, any mechanical device, your hard drive on your computer, a, if we, for those of us who remember, a turntable, any mechanical device that operates at 100% will eventually blow a gasket. If you don't take time to rest. And what else happens is uh, I know with computers, you can do this thing called overclocking, which means it's running at higher than 120%. And the problem with that is they burn up. They literally will get so hot that they melt. And I thought about that. I'm like, that's, that's kind of my problem. It is right now because I have about five number one priorities. And the other thing that this guy said and now, first of all, he doesn't mean this at all, literally, but he said, kill your babies. He goes, there are things, and he, he mentioned that he had started a magazine for kind of entrepreneur kind of people, and it was taking up a lot of his time. He did it for certain goals, and he wasn't reaching those goals, and it wasn't bringing in any of the returns that he was expecting. Now, he didn't want to kill it because it was something he was very passionate about. Uh, it was a business that he thought would catch on, and it didn't. And he said, so that's why last week I killed it. And he said, I'm telling you, there are times when you have to kill your baby. And I remember there have been things I've been involved with that I stuck it out because I didn't want to be a quitter. And... That's great because there are many times when you're on the verge of quitting and really what you're on the verge of is success. You haven't seen the results you're looking for. You haven't seen everything and you're, you know, you're one step away from being right in the, the winner's circle and you don't realize it. And I think that's why a lot of us want to not quit. And that's great. But for me, I have too many priorities going on. And I'm actually, I thought about it. I'm like, well, if I really want to lose weight, this sounds really weird. If I really wanted to lose weight, one of the things I would do would be to kill this podcast. <laughs> it, it takes me about two hours to research it, get the material ready, record it, edit it, publish it, type the notes, things like that. Um, I started at the beginning of the year when I was doing so great. I started the Logical Losers Club and... That started off great, and, and it's still doing great. I can't find a time when everybody can show up to be accountable. But I've gotten great feedback from people who like the material that we have in there and the fact that you get more and more material. But I thought about that. That also created more work, you know, because now I'm researching information for that. I'm doing phone calls. And again, I'm not complaining here. I enjoy that. But there, there is a thing called physics and time-space uh, continuum. And there's only 24 hours in the day. And so I'm asking you to look around and see if there are things that you've done, in many cases, just because you've always done it that way, that you need to ask yourself. My, uh, my stepson is 18, and he's, been, uh, he's got his own job now. He works in a grocery store, you know, that whole nine yards. 
And he's been really good at saving a lot of money. And uh, for this computer that he wants, he bought, he, he's getting ready to, to go off to college here in a year. And he wants this super duper MacBook, super expensive thing. And he was kind of looking for people to chip in on it. And I was like, you know, I might chip in a little, but you've got a job and you'll appreciate this more when you actually work for it. There's a little thing called patience. It's a virtue. I know you want some now, but that's not the way it's going to work. And uh, he was kind of whining about, well, I've waited six months, you know, and I'm kind of tired of waiting. And uh, so he was making a plea to his mom to stop the waiting and just chip in the rest of the money. And I looked at him and I said, what would be the worst thing that would happen if you didn't get it in the next two weeks? Cause mom was saying, well, I need to look at my paycheck and maybe we will. And is it going to be a loan or what's the deal? And I said, what's the worst thing that could happen if you don't get this in the next two weeks? And he goes, well, nothing. And I said, okay. And I looked at his mom, my wife, and I said, look, we've got to get this today. Otherwise, nothing will happen. I said, that just doesn't make a whole lot of sense to put people's financial things in jeopardy. So maybe we need to look at that. What's the worst thing that will happen if I don't go out to such and such? What's the worst thing that will happen if I don't do this? And then do the opposite. What's the best thing that could happen if I do exercise, what's the best thing that could happen if I eat right? And I think one of the reasons I'm up, and I didn't even think about it, is uh, it's football season. And so we go out to eat. And the people that I was sitting around did not get the healthiest food on the planet. But I got a salad with chicken and then nibbled on their fries. And took one, one bite of a pizza. And... In the process of sitting there through the whole game, uh, the the salad became a moot point. I was drinking water, but in the end, I woke up this morning, I'm like, how am I up? I'm like, oh, you idiot. So be careful because we're going to get an onslaught of, of the opportunity to sit down and eat bad food is amongst us for those of us that like football. And so if you've never read the book, First Things First, I need to reread this book. It's a great book about setting priorities. And this is by the late, great Stephen Covey. Great guy. This is the guy, The uh, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And he, he broke your priorities into four quadrants. And on the... So if we look at this book in the quadrants, the first quadrant says it's important and urgent. So if you've been shot, it's pretty important. It's pretty urgent. And then there are things that are important, but they're not urgent. They don't have to be done now, but they do need to be done. Then in quadrant three, this is where it's urgent, but it's not important. So this is where, if you think about it, so many things, I remember when I was growing up, the phone would ring and we would be at the dinner table and we were not allowed to get up and answer the phone. Why? Because most of the time there might be something on there that we thought was important. You know, maybe I wanted to talk to my girlfriend or whatever. And sure, 
for a young boy talking to his girlfriend feels urgent, but there wasn't anything really important, something that couldn't wait. And I think in today's society with, uh, we're kind of in a microwave society. We feel everything is urgent and that may be true, but what we fail to see is, is this really important? And then there are things that are not urgent and they're not important. And those are the things we need to say no to. We get pulled into things at our church that really we should just say no, but we want to be seen as a good person. We want to be seen as a caring person. And in many times we just have other things that are important and urgent that we need to take care of. And what happens then is we schedule things that are not urgent and not important. We schedule things that are not important at all and they're not urgent and we're running at a hundred percent. And so we don't have enough time. We don't have enough sleep. And basically if we're a mechanical device, we're breaking down. We need a tune up. We need to be whatever. We need an oil change. And in many cases we do because our oil, our blood is full of cholesterol and other things. And so I think the answer here is, you know, like I said, he kind of jokingly said, you need to kill your babies. You need to look at the things in your life and go, is this important? And is it urgent? Because many times we think things are important and, and they're really not. This is, I was telling my son about the difference between a want and a need. You know, you want a Macintosh. Got it. You need a computer. There's a difference. So right now I'm really tired because of this convention. Now, that was very important to me. Uh, when the presentation was coming up, it was urgent. And and it's not, it's important for me to to make money with that so I can get out of debt, so I can do all these other things that I want in my life. But on the other hand, if I finally get out of debt and physically I'm not able to enjoy myself, well, then what was the point of that? And that's what I need to consider here. So in the middle of that, you probably heard the phone ring. And one of the things I found here in my office building is we have a garage underneath the entire building. So when I talk on the phone, I just walk around the garage. Now I get a lot of weird looks. Like, what are you doing down here? You don't have a car in here. But um, it's something I do, something I found that I can do. The other day I did it because it was raining. And I went, hey, this is kind of cool. It's flat. It's quiet. And for the most part, nobody's bugging me down there. And so I'm trying to find ways to do this. But I really need to look at and say, look, my health is important. And this is the part I think we're missing. Our lack of health is urgent, and I think we can put it off. I know for me personally, I always think, well, I'll start tomorrow, or I'll do it next week. I need to get going on this, and it's like, no, the time is now. And so for me, I want to, it's August. We've got four months if I really wanted to meet my goal. That's that's obtainable, but I'm going to have to move it up into the important and urgent factor if I'm really going to hit my goals. And that means things like no Mountain Dew. That means things like exercising. That means things in doing more than 10,000 steps a day. Really putting it as a first thing first. So today, think about it. Are you operating 
at 100%. Because if so, you might think that's a good thing. It's not really because life's going to throw curveballs at you. And then you're going to try to operate at 120%. You're going to blow yourself up. And you're going to make bad choices. And you're going to lose sleep and things of that nature. Think about that. And think about, are there things in my life that I'm doing and they're not important, they're not urgent, and I probably should just say no? And if there are things that you have to say no to and people are going to get upset, that's that's sad, but it will happen. I uh, I joined a band for two days until I just realized this is dumb. There's a lot of time going to be involved in this, and I don't need another priority. And plus, they were awful. But even after, if even 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 if they'd been an awesome band and we could make great music, I just, as soon as I joined it, I'm like, this is really dumb. Because I did that right before this podcasting expo that I went to. And I'm trying to learn music and work on a presentation and exercise and eat right. It was just dumb. And so at this point, I'm like, I'm not even going to think about, like I told my stepson, don't even think about a girl until you get out of high school. Actually, don't even think about a girl until you get out of college would be the smart thing. Because relationships can be distractions. And right now, the most important thing for you is get that degree. Now, he's a young boy. I know that's like, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Especially when he gets to college, probably. But um, we can't have five number one priorities. So, as I say at the end of every show, we can't. You know, I'm not where I wanted to be. Kind of depressed about that. But today's been a good day so far. I've got, uh, as I pull up my phone, I got 9,000 steps and it's uh, 8.30. And um, I did a good day today. I'm not in bed yet, so the night's not over, but I got a good plan. And I'm going to go get a salad and keep working on things I need to work on. But uh, I hope your life is going well. And um, I, I, uh, I found this song. I, I'm not going to play it here called Follow Your Soul, and I've been using this as the ending of my school podcasting podcast, and it basically says, uh, live today like it's your last one, and live tomorrow like it's your first, and don't ever let your problems bring out your worst, and I think that's one of the things that I've been letting do. My problems brought out the worst in me, and so don't ever take your mind off whatever it is your goal, and be true to yourself and then follow your soul. So uh, we will see you next week with another episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. Take care. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free. 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. Can't buy it, guess I'll have to just to die it then Won't tell you lies then I won't smallify then But I realize I guess I'll have to exercise